Welcome to Explore the Space. We're digging into healthcare issues that matter most. Our guests and conversations mine these issues for perspective and answers. There is a gulf between healthcare and our communities. This is the place to talk about it. Now here's your host, Dr. Mark Shapiro. Welcome back to Explore the Space podcast and welcome to our first Med Lasso episode of 2022. Really excited to get back into our Med Lasso universe. First off, a thank you to Lori Bedke and Creighton University for sponsoring this episode. Creighton University believes in equipping physicians for success in the exam room, the operating room, and the boardroom. If you want to increase your business acumen, deepen your leadership knowledge, and earn your seat at the table, Creighton's healthcare executive education is for you. Specifically tailored to busy physicians, our hybrid programs blend the richness of on-campus residencies with the flexibility of online learning. Earn a Creighton University Executive MBA degree in 18 months or complete the non-degree Executive Fellowship in six months. Visit www.creighton.edu backslash C-H-E-E to learn more. As I said, we are back with Med Lasso. This is our first episode of 2022. We are jumping into Ted Lasso Season 1, Episode 4, Syed Tabatabai. My sturdy co-host is back and we are joined for this episode by Dr. Annalise Sorrentino. Annalise is a professor of pediatric emergency medicine, and she joins us right after coming back from a trip to London and a tour of Richmond. The timing could not have been better. This was super duper fun. Check out season one, episode four. Come into the locker room with us and enjoy. You can also catch up on all of the Med Lasso archive. We covered all of season two because we started this last year. Now we're catching up on season one. It's all there. There's links in the show notes. You can also go to www.explorethespaceshow.com and you'll find the Med Lasso archive there. You can hit me on Twitter at ETS Show and I'm on Instagram at Explore the Space Show. When you join us on Twitter to talk about this episode or other Med Lasso episodes, definitely use that hashtag Med Lasso. It allows us to find you, see what you're saying, jump into the conversations and have some fun all together. It's an absolute blast. You can also email me anytime at mark at explorethespaceshow.com. So here we go. Ted Lasso, season one, episode four. Med Lasso is back. Let's get amongst it. All right. It's been a long layoff. Syed, we, we kept people waiting since the day before Christmas. And now here we are mid late January, but it's time to bring back Med Lasso and keep trucking along with season one. Are you ready? Not a moment too soon. I'm so ready. Not a moment too soon. Oh my gosh. And I couldn't not have handpicked, and I'm giving myself all of the credit <laughs> because I knew this. At the time, we could not have handpicked a better guest. Annalise is back from Richmond. She was just I was, there. I was. And now she's here. Annalise, Thank welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. How on earth does it come together that you actually got to go to that part of the world and see it? It was amazing. I, you know, I was so paranoid uh, about COVID and you know, I went back and forth. Did I not go? I don't want to be that irresponsible worker that goes to Europe and gets COVID and then can't come back and cover her shifts. <laughs> so, so I was so paranoid. Oh, but it was it was amazing. It was uh, I'd never I'd been to England before, but I'd never been to Richmond. Lovely, lovely place. Yeah. Um, so at the place of our dreams, like. Do you uh, see things you're like, oh my gosh, that's totally on the oh, show? Or hundred percent. Yeah. We walked by the little wow. cafe and I was like, that's where Ted and Shannon, you know, kick the ball around. And and there oh was my gosh. there was a uh on Reddit, 
there and I forgot the, the gentleman's name and I apologize, but it's an, it's amazing. It was a walking tour. And so it would okay. take you through kind of all these landmarks and it was so much fun. It was like, Oh my gosh. You could walk up and they'd say, this is where, um, uh, um, why am I blanking on his name? The, the assistant coach, um, coach Beard. No, the bad one. Oh, <laughs> Nate, Nate the Great. Nate, Nate yeah. the Great. Like when he walked up, you know, when he was <laughs> the <walking>. bad one. <laughs> <laughs> when he was walking up to his parents' house, you know, they showed the, the thing yeah. and, and which door was his. And uh, oh and for season episode four, uh, they, the outside of where they filmed the gala um, or the gala. I'm not sure how to say that. Oh, my so gosh. it was awesome. Is the bar there? Is the bar yeah, real? So it is. It's called, uh, it's not called what it's called in the show. Um, but okay. yeah, it's there right there with the, 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 uh, the benches and the, the telephone booths and it was just, Oh my gosh. Was there, was there any prep going on? Cause the cast has been like sharing on Instagram and social media that they're all yeah, there I, now. Yeah. Like... I didn't see any, uh, I looked, uh, I was really, yeah, yeah sure. uh, it was ridiculous how much I looked, but, um, <laughs> it was really shocking as to not a lot of people. And I don't know if. Apple TV just isn't as popular, but very few people had watched the show that lived there. It, it, so that's the funny thing about this. And I don't right. care because we love the show. But in the like grand scheme of things, like this show is not like, you know, using the bar analogy, this is not like Cheers, right? This is not like um, Friends or some other big sitcom back in the days where sitcoms ruled the world. Like I had family in South Africa and they'd be watching Knight Rider. <laughs> And Knight Rider was like the yeah. biggest thing ever. Now, I mean, look, they're, they're, this is just, it's not the same sport at all. Right. And so that's More fine. For us. More for us. Exactly. That's really cool that you got to do that. I'm so yeah. glad I planned this well, all I, for you. I, I mean, like I said, I'm I, taking all the credit. I would have loved to have done it to film while we were there or recorded while we were there, but uh, the time we tried. Was just, we I did try. Be my best. So. Four o'clock in the morning after a night of drinking in the pub, like we're not going to get the best maybe that's Dr. The one Sorrentino at all. <laughs> it would have been it would have been a beard's night out version. The big neon cross behind. <laughs> totally. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. But it should be said that in the run up to us actually <laughs> recording now, you tried to start this episode in the storage room at a bar filled <laughs> with jarred uh, Everclear cherries. We come Alabama, y'all. So I'm just saying. <laughs> I love it. Full disclosure, I have one of those jars of the Everclear I mean, cherries in my own doesn't. fridge here in Northern California. So good to go. There <laughs> who doesn't. That's right. This is this is too good. So we're doing season one, episode four. Syed, this it's been a minute since the show first came out and we started like texting each other about it. How long has it been since you've seen this episode? Oh man, it's been a while. I, I unlike a lot of fans, I haven't been religiously rewatching everything. So to me, totally. it felt like probably it's it's been a long time. They mentioned yeah. 2020 in the show. Uh, yeah. Jamie goes, "It's 2020. Women can do anything." And I was it's like, really, "Wow, 2020 damn. seems so far away now." So far away. <laughs> I noticed that too. While I was trying not to stare at his, you know, uncovered chest and being <laughs> like, "Man, this is a very very good looking yeah. person," um, I did catch him say that as well. What stuck out for you the most about this episode, acknowledging that it's been a good 12, 18, whatever number of months for you, Syed? To me, again, it was uh, 
something that's been sticking out to me a lot with the rewatch of season one is just how beautifully written they are and plotted and how they're layers upon layers. And uh, this episode, especially the Jamie, uh, Roy, Keeley kind of, you know, the dynamic. And also the one little thing that stuck out to me was, you know, those conspiracy theories that it was Ted and Rebecca um, or the couple. There's a little chemistry there, I thought, in this episode, oh, definitely, sure. you know. For sure, for sure. Annalise, how about for you, uh, re-watching this, acknowledging there's a fair amount of water under the bridge, was there anything in particular that when you saw it again, now you're like, whoa, I forgot about that? Well, I think for me, it was the realization that this was the first episode where maybe the ice began to melt a little bit. You know, it was Rebecca let her guard down a little bit. She let Ted in a little bit. Um, now, she and I forget, it was later in the show that someone, I think it was Roy, made a comment to Keeley about, I like you more than I hate him. <laughs> and so I think with Rebecca, it was still, I hate Rupert more than I like you. But it started moving in that direction. Um, and, you know, with Kent and uh, Roy Kent and uh, um, Jamie, you know, at the bar, almost, you know, that connection. So I loved that. I loved um and I, I watched it again last night just to make sure I've been one of those ones that have religiously been watching again. You know, life around here has been, you know, kind of a shit show. And so that's, again, when I first saw it, it was my escape and it still is now. So I love it. I like that you called out the, the, the Jamie Roy conversation at the bar, because I mm -hmm. think that when Jamie said to him and raises his raises his beer to him and says, here's to you dying. And Roy tapped the bottle. I think that was Roy being like, we're, we're, we're the same. We're, we're people. You're, you're my guy. Like, we're going to be okay. Cause that was really funny too. Like, here's to you dying. Right. <laughs> that's a good, that's a good cheers. The one that stuck out to me though, of the whole thing. And in the, in, in there was so much in it. I forgot. And I'm going to quote him directly. Just how much quote Rupert is a real piece of shit. <laughs> what a villain this guy is. Oh my gosh. He is just to everyone around him. And then when Ted even says to Rebecca, you're not the only one who sees him for what he is. Oh, mm -hmm. that is uh, what uh, Syed, you mentioned how beautifully written the show is. I mean, he must've read this, the actor and just been like, I am going to eat this for breakfast. Mm -hmm. This is awesome. Yeah. Holy smokes. Annalise on the scale of TV and movie villains, having rewatched this episode, where's Rupert? Oh, he's, he's, and again, I, I, you know, I'm probably a little emotionally attached, but he's he's up there with Alan Rickman. You know, I mean, he's like he's the one, you know. Um, but yeah, so I have to ask you guys, do you think he called Robbie Williams and, and canceled him? You think? 100%. 100%. I do. Yeah. I think that he finds every opportunity he can from all of the places of insecurity and power wielding and narcissism to just fuck with mm -hmm. Rebecca and to torture and torment her. Uh, and, and he's been doing it for decades and now they're getting divorced and he's still going to do it because that's just his MO. And I totally think he did it for sure. And I'm sure somewhere the real Robbie Williams is like, why are you roping me into this, man? I'm just <laughs> sitting here trying to enjoy a TV show. I don't know this Rupert guy. I have to say though, and I, I, I know this is jumping forward a little bit, but in the second season, one of my favorite lines is uh, from Sassy, you know, I dream about your death every single day. <laughs> I'm gonna right, wear. Right. It's like I'm Jamie's gonna wear toast. red at your funeral and be a beacon of hope to the <laughs> yeah, other totally. three people there. So yeah. 
Syed, what did you think? Do you think it was all set up? Do you think, or do you think uh, Rupert's not that calculating? No, I think absolutely. And you know, it's funny that that actor is so wonderful. Um, Anthony Head, that, that's his name. Yeah. Yeah, he bears more than a passing resemblance to Anthony Hopkins a little bit. And so when no I see question. him in the white suit, I almost get a Hannibal Lecter vibe from him. Like he's just so cold. And the way he has that little smile and the little glint in his eye, I'm like, man, this guy's a psycho. You know, he's just oh a my gosh. scary totally. character. It's such a great call. The other thing that I liked in this one, they tee up a lot. Um, I don't feel like they move the plot forward a ton, but they just tee up so many things. And the one thing that stuck out to me is, we see Roy's first hug. Did you guys catch Roy's first hug? It was when oh, Nate, yeah. the great Nate the Great comes right. in super, yeah. super weird. Why is your face so close to mine? Yeah, yeah. we, we <laughs> <laughs> and then he still hugs him. And it, ugh, it's just the worst. It's like a bad handshake times 100. That was, you're yeah, right. That was terrible. hilarious. Yeah. When and then uh, when Colin said, the doctor told me I can't drink. And then he downs the, the beer. <laughs> <laughs> and he does his beer. that's right that's right that's right i do want to talk a little bit about uh, just I, I like to talk around the 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 peripheral mm-hmm. stuff especially on a rewatch syed you and i on the show i think when we had ali raj on we talked a little bit about the sartorial choices the suits that the men were rocking in this episode were out of control they were out of control did you see the suit that sam was wearing yes that it was, was kind of gold that was, with that black was, yeah. lapels. Yeah, that was, I was going to say that was like the gold beige kind of. It was amazing. <laughs> and was that, well, I heard. I, did, about I think Tohi I Jamal. saw you, you're putting him up for the next James Bond. I think. <laughs> no, nope, in that not. suit, am 100%. I wrong? I mean, come on, the guy right. looks like he's ready but to be he, Bond. That suit is ridiculous. It's a five thousand oh, dollars suit. So cute on the red carpet when he's like, oh, "Thank you for taking my picture." What's your name? <laughs> you know. Oh. Thank you for taking my picture. <laughs> you did, you're Jerry. Which jumps us ahead. Actually, this okay. was a question for the locker room. But I'm going to ask it now since you brought it up. Syed, have you ever walked a red carpet with a paparazzi taking your picture? Oh uh, no, I have not. Do you Thank want God. To? No, no, no. I, I, <laughs> I really don't want to. That, that's that's nerve wracking to just think about. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. I love it. No, Emily, and I, I'm, I'm with Syed. I don't think that picture. would be a it's not something I would look forward to. I'm probably half Rebecca's height, and I don't think I could get the the claw no. hand. You know, I don't think I could do it like they do. So no, the claw not, hand. not my right. thing. That's fair. I haven't either. But I will really? share with you and just don't tell anybody. I would love to. I think it would be so fun. Yeah. Yeah. You can I think do it totally recording, blast. right, Mark? You can do that. We are? Oh, whoops. <laughs> Someday, Syed, Med Lasso is going to be huge, pal. And there, you're going to we'll be my plus carpet. one. Well, and I'm going to drag you down when, the red carpet kicking Kansas and screaming. City, it's we'll be roll great. out a red carpet. You'll do it. You'll do fine. I'll make it happen. I'm sorry. If I didn't mean to think jump this was on my list of topics to talk about, you're. No, no. Didn't mean to jump around. Like, what else do we do on this? Where wouldn't we go? And that's a, Where that's would a we great go? Song, by the way, jump around. It's right. Mm-hmm. So, if we had a day, if we mm-hmm. have, we've got eight hours. We have a driver. So, if people choose to have an alcoholic beverage, they right. can. If people choose not to, either way, it doesn't matter. But no one has to drive. Give us the three most important places, inclusive in our Med Lasso slash Ted Lasso universe. Okay, I think. Although not my favorite barbecue personally, I think we would have to go to Arthur Bryant's because that's yeah. the sauce he has on the show. And that that's kind of the iconic 
one of the iconic Kansas City barbecue places. So I think we'd have to do that. Um, You know, I think it's, gosh, that's a good question. You know, because the thing that comes to mind is just barbecue, barbecue, barbecue. But, um, you know, he grew up there, Ted or Jason Sudeikis grew up there. You know, they have, they have great soccer in Kansas City. You know, they have a, you know, Sporting KC is there and, Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's the other three places in terms of the history and thinking of Jason Sudeikis, one of my favorite places to go when I was growing up there, um, in high school and, and college, there was a place called comedy sports, which, um, he, he, he had, it's a, uh, improv comedy and there's two teams and they compete against each other. Uh, and they just get the, you know, the ideas from the audience. It was amazing and it was down in the old city market where you know when i was growing up that's where it was but they've moved it but things like that like that was where i know he didn't get his start there but that was a place where he spent a lot of time he did comedy in a place like that so um and then i think probably you know probably another barbecue place i think there's there's so many there's four yeah we'd have to wrap up on the on the on the shirt so um there, there's a lot of nice sort of hat tips, and obviously Sudeikis is a key mm-hmm. writer in the show. The Kansas City background, and then the sort of the 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 primacy of a bar. I I'd forgotten about this, and I heard him. Um, uh, there was an old episode of him on Bob oh, Saget's wow. podcast that resurfaced after Bob Saget passed away. Do you know who? Yeah, his uncle Norm. Is? Norm from or Cheers. Is? Right. It's yeah. Norm from Cheers. Yeah. It's George Wang. So I just. I, that that sort of attention to detail and that sort of like connection to his past, I just for me that stuff it just delights me. There is one other place mm-hmm. that I want to go on the tour, and this is going to sound a little bit weird, but I definitely want to check out your shop. I want to come to the hospital. I want to yeah. see the Peds ED. Well, uh, you know, I want to meet the team. Syed, you got to come with me, to, and we got to like that's part of it, right? right. If we're if but we're doing do that, this, we got to go see the shop. Because I'm not there anymore. Yeah. Now I know Fair people. Point. I, I know forgot. you're not. I know people in Kansas City. <laughs> I can get you there. Oh my can... god, I'm tired. That was terrible. I can... <laughs> We're still recording. Oh. Work. <laughs> no, it's fine. I can, it's I can get you there, oh, but uh, but yeah, it won't be my shop. But yeah, we can. I still know oh, some people. <laughs> um, that is the worst segue I've ever done. But I'm still asking the next question I want to ask. <laughs> you are. I do have this am, right. Yes. You are a Peds ED doctor. That it's that's a hard job. That's not a yes. question. That's a statement. Yeah, it is. It's a it hard is. job. We, all, we and I think especially now we all have hard jobs. But yes, it is. It can be very challenging. We all have hard jobs. Um, when I think of things that for me feel like a bridge too far that I have great appreciation for, I would say really the 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 Peds world in general. That's where I just look and say, look, I, I could do it. If I had had to do it for me with my makeup, I just I would not be as capable in that environment as I think I am with adults. What is it for you about spending a career helping take care of emergently sick children? You know, I think the way that you describe feeling about kids, I feel the same way about adults. Mm -hmm. So um, it's just not my it's not my wheelhouse. I didn't. I could I could do it. I actually did a year of med peds residency before I switched to straight peds, and I I love the medicine. I love talking about it. Um, I love the intellectual part of it, but I just didn't enjoy doing it. Um, 
the thing about kids is they're so resilient. And, you know, I, I had, I worked earlier today and, you know, we're seeing flu and COVID and metanemovirus and, all, you know, all these viruses and these kids come in and they're febrile to 104 and they're, they look terrible and you give them some fluids and some Motrin. Sorry, Syed, we use Motrin a lot. And, <laughs> you heard his feelings. I did. I am so sorry. Um, and, uh, <laughs> You know, and they, they just kind of blossom and they do so much better. So they're, they're just, they're so resilient and it, it makes it kind of, it makes your heart happy a lot of times. Now, not to say that they're, you know, it's not hard and, and there is a lot of, of hard parts to it. Um, but it's just, I can't imagine doing anything else. Syed, when you thought, I love that. And it, I'm glad that we have people, and I know there's a lot of people that are like you, that say that is my calling and I'm going to spend time in that space where it's hard. Uh, and I think it's just, it's one of the greatest things of our profession that we have all these different places where people can go and really soar. And the rest of the team can know that we've got you and that we can trust that you'll do it really well and vice versa, that we really can lean on each other. And I'm not trying to bang that analogy too much, but I think that that's really one of the strengths of our profession is that, we have so much confidence in one another to do jobs that for whatever reason we're not doing. Does that make sense? Absolutely. No, I, I, I agree 100%. And I think, like I said, I can't even imagine stepping one foot into either one of your worlds. Absolutely. It's so, it's, it's intimidating. It's, I, there's no way, you know, I was just so proud yesterday that Barter's even came to mind and then it was immediately gone again, you know? So I was like, okay, so sodium is this go upstairs. Um, but, but yeah, I. Sodium is this go upstairs. <laughs> I love it. Syed, give us 90 seconds on the syndromes that the rest of us hate. Oh my God. Barters and Gittleman's and oh, they're on the board. That's... We've all studied them. We always have to look them up every time. 90 seconds go. Oh man, you're not gonna make me talk about Barters pulled... and Gittleman's on this podcast. I'm totally not. I'm totally not gonna do that. That oh was just hilarious. God. For those who obviously can't see Syed's reaction, like he grabbed his face. <laughs> I could hear his heart rate shoot up. <laughs> I will say that. Even the nephrologist, Chris. I pulled up a, a picture of the loop of Henley yesterday. Uh, oh, wow. That's good. That's, that's... You, But Annalise, you did share with us, and Syed, you're going to correct me because I'm muddling up my uncommon uh, electrolyte disorder <laughs> syndromes of the kidney. You said that you don't like black licorice. Uh, is it because black licorice is going to cause one of these syndromes that we're then going to have to look up or text Syed at three in the morning? I wish I could say I was smart enough to know that. I just don't like the taste of it. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Syed, where do you stand on black licorice? Uh, I just hate it because it's always a board question for me. Oh. And I'm like, ugh. See, I didn't even again. realize that. If that tells you anything, I didn't even it's, realize that. It's but. you again. <laughs> yeah, it's you again. I answered so many questions on you. The last thing I want is you as a candy. <laughs> oh my God, I'm sending you black licorice. I'm doing it. I had no idea. I really did not have any idea. It, it doesn't have an eponym, right? It's just the one that's caused by black licorice, or does it have an eponym? No, I don't think it, it, it's. It causes apparent mineralocorticoid excess, but I don't think there's a name for it. Or maybe it's it's mineralocorticoid excess. I, I think it should be Syed syndrome. There you go. It's. Definitely Syed syndrome. I like red licorice, and I like to bite the ends off of it and put it into the soda. And you said it's a straw. Annalise, see? You knew. Wow. I knew exactly what you're talking about. This is why <laughs> you're here. That's, uh, 
I love it. This is too good. But kind of acknowledging one of the things that we've liked to do with season one is we like to call out things on the the John Wooden pyramid of success. And I think that what we were just sort of talking about in this with our profession, how we do sort of lean on and trust each other, team spirit, Annalise, that's the one that you get. This block of the pyramid addresses a most important characteristic, selflessness, which is the opposite of selfishness. I mean by this that you are eager to sacrifice personal glory or gain for the greater good, namely the welfare and success of your organization, your team, your group. Oh, my gosh. Go. Making the extra pass, right? I mean, it's, you know, it's, again, one of the reasons I love working in the ER, and and I tell people this, is because there's always someone with me. I couldn't, you know, I, I, I can't imagine being a radiologist or being someplace where I didn't have someone sitting right next to me saying, what do you think of this x-ray? Or please don't look at this rash. Or what do you think about this? And it's, it is a team. It's a team sport of what we do. And I wouldn't want to do it alone. I think I would be terrible at it alone, but I think I can add something to the group. So, um, and whether, you know, I worked with, with two fellows today and I loved it. And I just, I asked them as many questions as they asked me. And so, you know, I think that, you know, the, as you develop your practice of medicine um, over the years, you know, it's, it's just, everyone's is just a little bit different. So I always feel like I can learn something from the people around me. So that's one of the, that's one of the, the things I love about being in the ER. I love it. Syed, when you think about team spirit, how does it land, not just from the perspective of the show, obviously, but how does it land in this space that we're in, in our, in our career, in our profession? Oh, it's crucial. So crucial, so critical. I think without it, I don't know that I'd be able to get through this period, this time period. I mean, really what's made this bearable, and I think it echoes that quote from Carl Sagan, you know, the, the what makes the loneliness bearable is each other. Um, the fact that we're all in it together, the fact that we're able to turn and talk to each other, that we can look out for each other. We have all these different spaces and, and realms where we're able to interact with people, Med Twitter being a, being a fantastic one. And, uh, you know, I think about Ted Lasso, too. It's always people helping each other out. In this episode, there's so many examples of, you know, uh, Coach Ted with Nate's suit and, uh, you know, Roy sitting down with with uh, Jamie and being the one to make the first gesture, even though, you know, he thinks, you know, uh, what he does about him. And just over and over again, you know, uh, Ted helping out uh, with the music selection when Robbie Williams falls through, Keely helping out with the walk and the cow. Everybody takes that one extra, makes that extra pass, like Emily said. It's one of the things that makes this show so nourishing for your soul. If you see the, the, the principles of, you know, your pyramid uh, in action every, every moment. It's interesting. It made me feel. I like hearing you both speak so warmly and broadly about it, because for me, it's actually brought up something that I'm sad about as a hospitalist. Right. When I'm seeing patients, I don't remember when it started, uh, but the first 10 years of my career, we didn't do this thing called geographic rounding which is you are assigned to have all most or all of your patients on one portion of your hospital obviously it depends where you are but one floor one unit etc etc and there's some movement but the bulk of your patients are there and the 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 idea behind it is improves throughput improves availability improves familiarity these sorts of things mm-hmm. it's fucking lonely i never see the other hospitals anymore and i hate it I hate it. And I'm happy to say that on the record. I get it. I was the medical director for several years and it it works. It's lonely. You don't. And it's not to say that I don't feel like I'm having good relationships with 
the nurses and the respiratory therapists and everyone else that's there. Um, but it's, it's, I don't see my, the people that I'm it, within the profession are on my team that I'm on the same division and we go to meetings with and we interview people with and we gripe to get, I never see them. I might see them for a few minutes here and there. We're not in the lunchroom. That doesn't exist anymore because we can't. It's lonely and I hate it. And I really miss that. And I, I realize how much I throw, how much I thrive, throve. Anyway, how, how well I did when it was a much more kinetic and um, interchangeable environment. So hearing you both reflect on that, it just made me remember that. Like, oh, I mean, I get it. Geographic grounding will never, ever go away for hospitalists, but it has absolute tangible drawbacks for sure. That was heavy. And now I'm sad. Yeah. No, I mean, and I guess, you know, by definition, I do geographical work because I don't leave the ER, but it's just that it's. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, it's and keeping in mind that when I'm on but, service, I'm not um, on the same floor yeah. like my for a year. I'm on service on a floor. And then the next time I'm on service, it's totally different. And then the next time I'm on service, it's totally different. It just depends on the vagaries of our turnover. Uh, and so, yeah, it's, 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 it's a muddled environment and it does not foster that um, esprit de corps that I, I hear from both of you. And there's other parts of my career that are awesome that if we got down and granular about it, you'd be like, yeah, that's super cool. The hospitals get to do that. But in this space, acknowledging that we're talking mm-hmm. about team spirit, I'm happy for you both. That's very, very cool. I don't know, Mark. Maybe you could maybe you could have a <laughs> system where you could have two hospitalists in in different areas, just so you don't feel lonely. I don't know how how. I know that's yeah, kind of made me sad have, like, too. Just thinking about have it, a though. team at a location or something. I don't know. You guys solve this problem for me. You're going to prolong my career. <laughs> but speaking of places that we can all be together, we do need to do something that's very very important. Annalise, you ready to go in the locker room with Mark and Sai? I'm ready. Let's let's go. So the first question is always the same. What's your ruling on tea? Don't let me down. Okay, I, I thought a lot about this. A lot. Okay. So I grew up on iced tea. So that growing up, that's sweeter, what we had. sweeter, unsweetened, Un, unsweet. Actually, in the Midwest, okay. I grew up in Kansas City. Okay. It was unsweet. Here, unsweetened. obviously, everything yep. is sweet. I have never been a morning coffee drinker. I have always been. I know. I know. I know. I have always been a diet coke drinker. Uh, I'm going to have to spike this episode. I'm very I know. And we got to screen our guests better. This is, a, this is insane. <laughs> One more for the dark side. <laughs> so, but and I, I do have to say that I've never been a tea drinker. I was always a diet. I did iced tea, but I never did hot tea. Now, we were in uh, Richmond, and we had tea and, and scones one day. It's a cute little place, and it was okay. It wasn't the wet paper bag that I thought it was going to be. But I had a diet coke too, so I can't. So I, I am. That's fair. Uh, That's fair. Yeah, I didn't commit really, but uh, I didn't. <laughs> you really didn't, and that's fine. That's okay. Syed, do you have a folksy anecdote about you and pajamas? <laughs> a folksy anecdote. Well, uh, actually, your folks can't see. I was, I was going to run and get my Star Wars pajamas. I, I still have a bunch of star wars pajamas i think i've owned star wars pajamas at every phase of my life which probably speaks more to their marketing and branding than it does uh-huh. anything folksy about me but i still have my star wars sleeping bag nice it's in my yes. son's room right now i know for brad i know that's awesome use it. yeah he gets to use it. it's clean it's all ready it's all packed and ready to rock and roll i know annalise do you have a do you have a folksy anecdote about you in pajamas uh <laughs> taking me a little bit off guard um i mean look ted asked rebecca 
he asked the the owner of a professional soccer team. I feel like it's okay for me to ask you guys this question. And if you don't, that's fine. It's a very, very weird non sequitur type question. But I want to have. We don't need to spend a lot of time here. But I bet I don't. Okay, that's fair. Okay, well, you'll come back in a year and you'll have one for us. I do have one question for Saya. Do your Star Wars pajamas have the feet in them? No, no, they're not footed pajamas. Unfortunately, that would be amazing. They're uh, my feet are visible. That's funny that you asked that because my folksy anecdote was one time my parents let me wear my footed pajamas to Hebrew school. (laughs) I was not as well received as I thought I might be. Six year old Mark got. uh, I mean, I'm six at the time and. You know, little but kids. Why did they not receive it well? Why did they not receive it? I, I, I just, all I remember about it was getting teased. And I do remember being like, this is dumb. I shouldn't, I should be in shorts. <laughs> in this is but it's okay. Everything worked out. And, you know, I made it through. Was it Bernard that, that teased you? <laughs> no, I didn't have a Bernard <laughs> in my Hebrew school class. But yeah, he is now. <laughs> Syed, what were you like when you were 23? What was I like when I was 23? Um, nerdy uh focused i think i was pretty hardcore focused on uh getting through the slog at 23 more much more than most 23 year olds i think uh i was just in the middle of the journey at that point okay annalise how about you what were you like when you were 23 i think same you know i had i was still living in kansas city i was in med school i had never really lived anyplace else um i don't think i truly gave the future, the, the, I don't think I really knew what to expect. And um, in terms of what was going to happen after graduation and, and all that kind of stuff. And so I think I was still kind of in this maybe fantasy world of, of what it was going to be like. Um, and, and, and it's not that it's not a, a, a lovely place to be. I'm very fortunate to be able to do what I do, but, um, but it's, it's, uh, there've been a lot of, of realities that I've seen that I don't think I saw coming at that age. Fair enough. I think I was in medical school because I took a year off. I don't remember like exactly, but I think I probably was. Um, I think same as you guys. I mean, I was pretty focused. I, you know, wanted to be good. I was competitive and all that. I, <laughs> I remember of all of the periods of my life, that was the time I was the most vain. I was very keen <laughs> on how I looked at that stage. A lot of push-ups, a lot of sit-ups, a lot of this. Is you know, I was twenty-three. I was whatever. But um, and again, I'm gonna, I might edit that out. That doesn't, <laughs> that doesn't necessarily need to be on the show. Uh, I just remember that that time of life being like, hey, if I'm going to ever meet uh, you know a partner or someone that I want to be with, I'm 23, this might be the right time to start trying to <laughs> look and be my best. So let's get after it. When did you meet? When did you meet your wife? We when met when Jeff? I was an intern. So after medical school, oh. uh, we met during my internship okay. year. I was living with a buddy from college who was in San Diego and he and I had kind of re- we'd stayed in touch and uh so we, we were living together in san diego and his cousin or buddies or whatever they every night would uh every thursday they would all go out together and i would join them when i could and she had been friends with these guys for years and so mm-hmm. she would join them on the nights out and so that's i met her at a bar I met her at the tavern in pacific beach there are people who listen to her goes oh yeah i know the tavern in pacific beach it's a fun place yeah ted got something wrong and it's important that we call this out. And it's actually my nameplate on this on this Squadcast interview. He talked about people who didn't like each other, but there was great mutual respect between them when he was kind of helping Jamie and Roy see the way forward. 
You're both nodding your heads. Syed, do you want to take it or Annalise, do you want to take it? Annalise, you take it. What, what did he get oh, wrong? Oh, no. Uh, about Shaq and Kobe hating each other. They, hate, they did not have mutual respect for each other. Syed, do you agree yeah. with me? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I didn't follow the Lakers as closely, but yeah. I, I had a lot of family in LA, and, and this was a topic of conversation many times. Yeah, there was there was We're no, allowed to, no love we, lost. We, we 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 praise and we laud. We can point out when they get that wrong. The writers blew that one. Those two <laughs> guys hated each other, yeah. and they did no, not have no, mutual. And that's okay. Let's move on, though. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's you know, one it's, of those things. It's funny that you say it because when we were talking earlier about teamwork and and just how everyone brings something to the team, I you know I a lot of times. You know, and we we throw the word family around, but I think you know a lot of you know the people that we work with, like this is my work family, or and and they, my closest friends really became my family. But you know, it's 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 true that you know I, I was like I don't have to like you all the time, but I have to have your back. You know, and and I think that's for me. You know, Jamie and Roy don't have to like each other, but they have to have each other's back, and they and eventually they did. You know, and so I think that's the biggest yeah. thing with what we do. We put ourselves out there every day and there's all kinds of people that are ready to point the finger and say, you know, you did something wrong or you didn't do something right or, or something. And I need to be able to rely on those people that are surrounding me as my team to have my back, you know, to, to you know, follow the pass in or to make the extra pass or whatever it is. So, um, you know, I, I think that you know, it, I used to think that, you know, being, being a team and being a family, everyone has to get along and be happy. And, but, you know, real families aren't like that. So I think that once, once I kind of realized that, um, it got a lot, it got a little bit easier. <laughs> we are walking out the door on that. That that's, I love that. That's fantastic. And uh, Syed, I think we're, I think we're, I think we're all set, pal. Yeah. I, I think it's, uh, I can't top that. <laughs> <laughs> And we don't have to ask you for a prediction because we know what happens. But I will ask you this, Annalise. <laughs> Since you were in Richmond, what part of the physical Richmond that you saw, what are you hoping is featured in season three? What are you looking forward to seeing to again? Yeah, so it's so funny. So having come back now and watching it again, I'm, I, I mean, I'm all over it. I'm like, I was there. I stood there. I saw that. Oh, my gosh. I saw, you know, it's it's ridiculous. And then... It, there's uh, Twickenham, which is kind of across the river, across the Thames. That's where they did some of the, um, like the scene where uh, Roy and Keely and Phoebe are sitting on that bench and she's marking the, the how many, you know, curse words he says and they're talking about yeah. him being, yeah. So we went over there as well. It was just a little train ride over. But it's just, you know, I think, you know, I, I have a feeling that it's going to be, a lot of the the same, you know, the bar, the bench, the, you know, the, the cafe, his apartment or, you know, his door. Um, and I think it's just having having seen it, it is just it it really is that kind of cozy feeling that you get seeing them walk around. And and um, so I'm just I'm just thrilled to have been able to see it. And you guys need to go. Absolutely. One hundred percent need to That's go. Up. Yeah. We'll do it. We'll do it. When you when you said Twickenham, I was like, I think you mispronounced Twitter. But then I was like, oh, wait, she's talking. She's talking about a neighborhood in London. Uh, but <laughs> this was yeah. awesome, Annalise. Thank, thank you. you. This was an absolute. I'm so blast. sorry for the delay, but thank you for being so patient with me. I really appreciate it. The delay was great. We got to see the inside of a bar's liquor cabinet. It was <laughs> awesome. The, That's part it's of the, 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 the Yay! Amazing. 
Yeah. It set the tone. That's right. That's right. Annalise, how do people find you if they want to read your witticisms, if they want to follow you? How can they find you on Twickenham? Uh, Twickenham. I am. Uh, it's at Blazer MD. Um, and so happy to, uh, to chat. You know, it's, it, I really think what you guys have done has been amazing. I, I think one of the first episodes that you did for this series, um, you asked someone, how did you first get involved either in Med Lasso or even Ted Lasso? And I still remember that the, the first time I really watched it, I'd come home from a shit shift. It was two o'clock in the morning. I was ready to hang it up. I was like, this is ridiculous. Why am I doing this? This is, I hate it. Um, turned on Ted Lasso and I tweeted something and I tweeted, thank you to at Ted Lasso or something for showing me the face in humanity and reminding me about the face in humanity. And you responded to that, Mark. Somehow you got me interested or, or hooked up with Med Lasso at that time. And it's just how things happen, just little, you know, just little reach outs, little tweets or little things here and there make a big difference. So uh, yeah, I'm happy to to make those connections and, and help anyone I can. That's totally awesome. That's wonderful. Mark will never say this, but I got to say it for him. He's like the force I mean, of med Twitter right? like, that binds us and it brings yes. everyone together and it flows through all of us. So he reached out, you reached out to the force and it reached back to you. And here I and am. that's how he's the foundation of med Twitter. I mean, that's awesome. it's a, fucking amazing i mean it's just like that is so wow. cool so it's good to know the force right there that's and right. that your your star wars sleeping bag is in the next room i mean that's and my star wars sleeping bags right i'm gonna bring it out for the oh, next episode yeah. you both have been very kind to me thanks for my wife told me that she put something on the other side of the door behind me to keep the dog who's learned to open the door because otherwise acknowledging that i am the force i would have tripped on it and fall <laughs> um so the universe equilibrates. Everything comes all the way around. <laughs> Annalise, this was such a treat. Thank you so much for coming on. This was a blast. Thank you guys so much. I really appreciate it. It's been my honor. So thank you. Syed, we did it, man. We're back. Yeah. We got the whole year. We're going to, in 2022, we got a couple things we got to do. We're going to finish season one. We're going to mix in some ad hoc stuff we don't really know yet, but we trust the rhythms of the universe. We trust in the force. And they tell us that season three will premiere in 2022. Do you believe it? Really? Yeah, I think so. I think so. They are there. That's what they've said. They are there. They're there filming. They are there. They've got a, they've they, got a tight writer's group, and I think they're they're on path, and everything's plotted out for that. Yeah. How many seasons? I think they land there like it's it's all blocked. It's like, oh, we're here, we're here, we're here. It's a, you know 10 episodes, but they're there for 45 days, and they're back home wrapped. And then they just got to go in the lab How and loop it. They're going to be because I've heard three and five. Oh, they're going to do three. It's going to be three seasons. Just three? It's going to be three seasons done, and then they'll do a movie or they'll do spinoffs. Like this, the universe won't end. Um, Sony won't let it. This is a multi-billion-dollar enterprise. How much they, how they spin it, we'll find out. Um, yeah. And then fingers crossed, man. Memorabilia. Oh my gosh! If they release cards. Well, I've, so I've this. I've got my dude. That's so cool. The, the pit, you know, the That's that shirt cool. on. I mean, I'm just, it's ridiculous. I love it. If Tohijimo becomes Bond, they're going to have a Jason Sudeikis cameo oh. in the next Bond movie as a bartender or something like that. Some little, <laughs> that would be awesome. If he is the next Bond, they should have a Mark <laughs> cameo in there for calling it before anyone else called it. On that note, we are out of here. You guys are awesome. This was great. All right. We'll see you soon. All right, Thank later. you guys so much. All right. Thanks. Bye-bye.
My thanks once again to Annalise for joining us on this episode of Med Lasso. And thanks, as always, to my co-host and partner in this project, Syed. It was an absolute blast. And we will be back with more Med Lasso soon. We'll be dealing with Ted Lasso Season 1, Episode 5 next. So definitely check that episode out. Get yourself caught up. Look at the whole archive of Med Lasso. It's at www.explorethespaceshow.com. And definitely use that hashtag Med Lasso when you are chatting about it on Twitter so we can find you. Thank you, as always, to Lori Bedke and Creighton University for sponsoring this episode. Learn more about Creighton's Executive MBA and Executive Fellowship programs at www.creighton.edu backslash C-H-E-E. And thanks you so much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this. It's great to have Med Lasso back. Hope you are enjoying Explore the Space episodes as well. Definitely subscribe wherever you like to download your shows, wherever you like to listen to your podcast. We're on all the major podcast platforms. The next episode of Explore the Space is going to come early next week. It is awesome. <laughs> it is already recorded. It is awesome. I will leave it at that. Trust your host. We will see you next week. Until then, take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Explore the Space. Visit us on our website, explorethespaceshow.com. And please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter at ETS Show. And you can email Dr. Shapiro by writing to mark at explorethespaceshow.com.